0: Hey everyone, we're Brie and Haley, two friends building a safe space that feels like grabbing drinks with a friend. Come join us and let's grab drinks. Hey bossy babe, welcome back to let's grab drinks. Comparison is something we do in one way or another, right? And sometimes it can be very unhealthy and affect our mental health. So we're here today and we wanted to talk about things that we do to help ourselves stop the comparison track that's so easy to fall into and instead focus on ourselves and how to find contentment. So Haley, before we kick it off, uh, what are you drinking for this conversation?
1: All right. So today I'm drinking a vanilla Coke Zero, which I cannot believe it has been this many episodes in, and this is the first time I'm drinking it because (laughs) vanilla Coke Zeros are like my, well, a vanilla Coke is nostalgic to me, but and cutting out Why some sugar. Why
0: is that? I feel like that too. <laughs> I think it kind of came out when we were younger. Yeah.
1: I remember it coming out and there was this vending machine outside of our, what used to be Win dixie mm-hmm.
0: It was the Oh my God, only- I love that you have a Win dixie <laughs> It's like the most Southern thing ever. <laughs> we don't anymore. They've all been bought out, but
1: <laughs> they, there was a Coke machine that had a, the vanilla Coke, And every time we went to the grocery store, I begged my mom to get me one because they did not sell it in stores at the time. It was, like, only in vending machines. But that is my, like, I still to this day love to buy them, love to drink them so we don't keep them in the house
0: anymore because when we
1: do, I'm drinking one every single day.
0: (laughs) I, like, remember, like, growing up and them coming out and it just, like – any, so anytime I like see one, I, I don't drink soda usually, but if I am around one or I see one, or if I have like a sip, it's just like that automatic, like brings you back to that time period for like, it's so yeah. crazy.
1: And I feel like if you didn't drink it as a kid, you don't like it. Like oh, I, yeah, probably I, I have met people that have never it's had one. It's a very that- <laughs> strong flavor. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's the best drink. What are you talking about? And they're like, that's disgusting. And I'm like, Ugh, like I, I will go to Sonic and order them because mm, I love yeah. fountain drinks and ugh, so good. So good. <laughs> what are you <laughs> drinking today though?
0: I am drinking my new obsession at Starbucks, my paradise drink, which is oh, yes. ugh, like vacation in a drink. It's just amazing.
1: So. And remind our listeners
0: what's in that one because we talked about it in yes. our favorites episode. Yes. So it is pineapple passion fruit and coconut milk and it's oh it's so good so highly highly recommend i think it's good for any time of the year i also am very excited to try it this summer and get it like on a fun weekend maybe before going to the lake and maybe adding a little bit of rum to it i think that would be delicious (laughs) or like coconut malibu (laughs) (laughs) love it all right Well, okay, let's go ahead and dive in. So I think it'd be fun to like go back and forth talking about a few different like key areas where we truly usually find ourselves falling into comparison traps. But before we do, like, I think that something that's going to keep coming up, um, as I was like, kind of, you know, working with you, like outlining this episode is the idea of like contentment with something like being okay with how something is, versus improvement Mm -hmm. like the idea that like oh okay yeah but like because I think that comes up with like the comparison trap right is like yes we want to be improving ourselves and making ourselves better and in whatever way it is but also like that's where the comparison trap can get dangerous right is because we also need to be Content with where we are and like okay, like happy with ourselves. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think there's always room for growth and we're always striving for it. But at the same time, like think of how far you have come in whatever it is, like whatever area of life we're talking about. I, because I do it all the time. I mean, I, (laughs) we will get into it, but (laughs) I find myself looking for the next best thing, going for the next thing. And, and then I take a step back and I'm like, but where was I a year ago? Where was I six months right. ago? And why am I not happy here? Like, I feel like we've been taught to chase. Yeah. Um, Whether it's like a life goal, a business goal, a career goal, a health goal, whatever it is. Like, we don't look at the right now and the and the progress we've made anyway. I've definitely so.
0: been so bad about that. One yeah. thing that I like to do now that you're saying that, and I don't think I did it this year. So now I need to like... It's been a, the the beginning of the year was so insane. January was, you too, January was just nuts. And so normally in January, I will grab my old planner from the year before and I will go through month by month and I will like use my phone to look at pictures and I'll look at my calendar and look at different things that happened, like business milestones, but also fun things I did in life. And I'll write that into my planner, like in the calendar view, I'll just write on top of the dates because I save all my planners, because I'm that person. <laughs> I'm obsessed with my planner. We. Oh, I don't know how I didn't talk about this in our favorites episode, because I've used a golden coil planner for like four years. And they're ones that you can like completely customize. And they come in like this really nice black box. Yeah. And so I use it as a way to like collect things throughout the year. It's so like, if I get like a card or like a sticker or something that I want to like remember or like tickets to something, I'll throw it in the box for that year. So it's like a little memory box. Anyways, awesome. <laughs> I'm reminded like, cause like somebody challenged me to do that a couple years ago of just like looking back over the year at what I have accomplished. Cause I'm yeah. like, yeah, like you, like I'm just really bad at not remembering accomplishments and just always wanted to strive for the next thing.
1: Yes, I
0: am there with you. I I do it all the time. I also think another common thread that's going to come up, so let's just go ahead and address it now, is social media. And I know comparison is obviously not new at all. I don't come at us if you're older than us and think we're being crazy millennials. But I do think social media has, you know, changed things to a degree. So do you think like, how do you think social media has amplified comparison? (laughs)
1: Well, I think, (laughs) I think social media has, um, people put their best foot forward on social media. You're not seeing one. you're not seeing reality. And I, I mean, I think we all know that, but we have to be reminded of that because there's so many times that I catch myself looking at someone and I'm like, we'll get into body image, but body image is one of the biggest ones I find. And I'm like, how, like the bodies I'm seeing online are not attainable. They're not real. But then there's people that are showing the posing and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not taking the time to pose
0: that way. (laughs) That's why none of my photos look exactly the same. Or putting, um, like, oh my gosh, I saw one where we're going to dive into body image decks. So this like goes in great, but I saw one where they were posing for like a campaign for fitness apparel. And there was like actual like butt pads that they were putting (laughs) underneath her leggings. And I I was like, what the hell? Are you kidding me? <laughs> First of all, she's already gorgeous and you now you're making her her ass even bigger. What are we even doing like no? Oh my god, I was so mad. <laughs> oh,
1: I have to I have since you brought that up, I have to tell you I have a butt pad.
0: <laughs> oh my wait, wait, what? Hold on yes, back up. They uh-uh. sell them.
1: <laughs> they sell yes. butt pads.
0: So you it's, bought one?
1: <laughs> I didn't buy it. My mom
0: bought it when I was younger. Your mom bought it for for herself. Okay, I was like, hold on, we need to have a family intervention here for herself. And then I I took
1: it one day. I'm like cracking myself up. I wish y'all could
0: see this video. I can't even, y'all. Like, if I put a butt pad on my (laughs) my ass is already so huge. To clarify. I don't wear it. It
1: has just become a joke. Like the oh people gosh. that know I have it laugh about it. <laughs> you still have it? Yeah. I would why have to. Are you-, <laughs> <laughs> you never know when a dress is going to look better if you have a butt, and you got to keep it no. because I guarantee you, the second I don't or the second I get rid of it, I will need it, and I'll be like, gosh, why did I get rid of that butt pad?
0: For like a Halloween costume, maybe.
1: <laughs> maybe it's not huge, like. It looks it looks normal. It doesn't look like... I don't have a badonkadonk. It's like, this is the butt <laughs> Haley should have, but doesn't.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay,
1: okay anyway, be on, back to the topic, not the butt pad.
0: <laughs> Something new I learned about you, and I, I am happy about this. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, like, felt the, the judgment when I said
0: that. Well, there were multiple layers of concern. as <laughs> so like, did your mom buy it for you? Why do we still have... Why do you have... Okay, anyways. Yeah. Social media. Don't pose in fitness photos pretending you have a bigger butt. Don't
1: worry, friends. My butt pad has never made it on my social media. Okay,
0: cool. <laughs> well, okay. Let's jump into body image then since that we're there. Is this something you struggle with or have in the past?
1: Yes. Okay, so <laughs> I let me... I want to go back because I don't feel like I ever did as a kid, mm. but I was like, I was a lanky tall kid for the most part. And I don't think my body was ever commented on. And I think that's why I didn't struggle as a kid. But then also like when I became preteen and into the teenage years, I developed to later, but I was happy about that. Like I was scared yeah. to get boobs. I was scared of all the things of growing up, I guess. And so I never had this body image issue. And I don't think it was until I was an adult, like mid to late 20s. And now that I'm 30, like I still, there are times I think of myself as like the 22 year old and still Mm. in that 22 year old body. And then I like reality hits and I'm like, oh, I'm 30 now. That's not the same body as a 22-year-old. Like, I'm I'm finally seeing the changes in my body. Yeah. And there's so many times I'm like, I do compare myself to other 30-year-olds. People who are fit and have muscle and strong. And I'm like, that could be me if I put in the work, but I don't put in the work. And then, mm-hmm. but, like, also, I don't know. I, I go back and forth on, like, do I have body image issues? Because I... And it's only when I start looking at celebrities or people on Mm -hmm. social media. And I'm like, yep, that could be me if I tried. Mm -hmm. But why am I not trying? Well, I'm not trying because until I look at those bodies, I'm happy in my own. And that's what I struggle Mm -hmm. with the most is I'm not upset with where I'm at in my life. I'm, you know, eating healthy. I'm happy. I'm comfortable. But why is it that I look at these people And then Mm -hmm. I'm like,
0: "Ugh, that could be me. But no. It's as soon as like certain (laughs) situations or certain things are in front of you Mm -hmm. that then you're like, oh, wait, maybe I am less than what I think in my head. And that's like a crappy thing. Like I've, I've told my husband this before. I'm like, he makes me feel so confident and I appreciate that about our relationship. And I feel very confident about myself. Yeah. But then when certain situations, I'm in certain situations, or, like, I see a picture of myself that's a terrible angle, which is so dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, like, around certain people I have learned um, in my life, for some reason, trigger that, like, mm. ooh, you're not where you should be or whatever. Mm. Quote, unquote, should be. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I I get the, um, when you see images of yourself that are not flattering. And so, because even at your baby shower, I caught myself slouching in a photo and I made us retake it. And I'm like, I, I can, I don't know. It's, it's funny because I'll go through periods where I'm like, no, I don't want to see the image. I just want to accept it later because right now yeah. I'm in a moment where I can correct it. And I would rather just like oh, yeah. be myself in the moment. And so. there are plenty of images
0: (laughs) with photo shoots all the time yeah oh my gosh like I I've talked to other friends about this too like where I'm like just take the pictures and sometimes like I'm in the right headspace to look and other times I'm like I need to look at it later today or maybe in like a couple days
1: yeah like I'm there's stupid things I'm self-conscious about like I have it's not I don't know it's just not a neck like a chin it's not defined. If you could see my video, I'm like holding my hands up to my face. But when I take a a photo from the side, I see it and that's all I see. Like I don't see any other part of my body and I hate it. And so I am very particular about pictures of me from the side. Like, does Mm. it look like I have a chin at all? Or I don't know. And it's probably something that I'm sure people notice, but they're not like, Ugh, look at Haley's chin or lack thereof. I don't think they
0: notice because <laughs> I've never noticed and I never would have thought to point that out in photos. Like, yeah. I think that's like a huge thing. What you're saying there is that nobody else is noticing these things Yeah. about us, right? Like nobody else is noticing these like little tiny critiques that we have about ourselves. We're the only ones noticing. Even like, for example, like when you go to the gym and you're working out, you are so hyper-focused on how you look and (laughs) like whether it's your form, how your spandex fits, what you look like, all these different things. And we're so self-conscious of it. But the thing is, everybody else in the gym is also thinking the exact same thing about themselves. And they're not even thinking about what you look like. Yeah. I don't know why that I've had that realization in the gym, but I think that also applies to real life. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is picking out these tiny little critiques and because they're about you because they're doing about themselves. Yeah. Maybe consciously oh. or unconsciously, but like yeah.
1: That's so true. And I think you mentioned the the gym. I remember there was one time Stephen and I were going to um this gym downtown and Every time we would go would be at night because he worked night shift at the time. So on his off days was when we would go and we'd just go late. And then one day we decided to go in the middle of the day. It was like right around lunchtime. It was packed. Like yeah. there was not a treadmill available. I felt so uncomfortable. It w- It got to the point I was so nervous about what other people thought of me or looked mm. at me that I... I went to another room because they have like um, classrooms and I went to an empty classroom and I stretched for like 10 minutes, hoping that a treadmill would become available. Walked out, yeah. still wasn't one. And so I walked over to Steven and I was like, I'm going to go shower. <laughs> and He was like, "No, it's been 10 minutes. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go shower. And so I let him work out. I went showered. I fixed my hair because we were going on like a day date afterwards. And I like that still yeah. has stuck with me that I hate going to the gym because I don't like to work out in front of people like mm-hmm. at all. Like I would prefer to solo work out even, I don't know all the time. Just, I don't really. like working out with other people at all.
0: <laughs> I turn, I swear, you know how they always say Beyonce and like other actors and or performers or whatever say they have a sec- another persona that comes over them. Like whenever they have to go on stage or whatever, I swear that's me at the gym. I turn into this person. I'm like, <laughs> Nobody talk to me. Do not mess with me. I don't like... I turn into this uber confident person who also like doesn't want to be effed with (laughs) when I go to the gym. And I do not give a shit when I'm there. Like, I don't know why. I think that's why I love going to the gym so much. It's like a... Like, obviously, like, working out gives you endorphins. But I also like... Like, yeah, I am a badass. And I'm going to go over here and I'm going to lift heavy weights and I'm gonna try to outlift every other girl that I see in here. And I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you need some. Maybe you need I to know. Develop, like for the gym, <laughs> like a persona. Of, like I was you like put your give AirPods me some on of that. <laughs> you don't hear anybody else. Nobody mess with you. That's been the only time too. Do you? This is random, but like, do you? If you do go to the gym, what kind of headphones do you use? Are you like a like? I always just wear my AirPods. Yeah, but it's, it's AirPods. been the only time that I've thought of getting the ones that go over your like the the big ones that go over your head and like are very visible yeah and like don't hide behind your hair because I don't want to be messed with like I don't (laughs) want anybody to talk to me and it hasn't happened in a really long time I have had a creepy dude at the gym probably last year who and it was it's so weird too. like whenever I not not always but usually when I go I'm with my husband and so at this time I'm getting off track but it's you know but that is the name of this podcast, right? Um,
1: <laughs> we're having drinks. <laughs> that's what
0: happens when you have drinks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we're working out and we, always, we work out together. We like do our sets together and everything. So he's right there next to me. And so we were doing the row machine and in between we were doing, I think, squats. And so I'm standing right next to the row machine. I'm the one that's closest to it versus my husband And obviously I'm not very far from the row machine at all. If we're like alternating between what we're doing. I mean, I'm maybe two feet, maybe, and this guy has the audacity to come while I'm doing squats and facing like my butt is like towards the bench for the row machine to come and just plop his ass right down there and start doing rows. I swear I am less than two feet from him squatting. <laughs> and I'm, like, I catch my husband's eye, and I'm, like, he can tell I'm about to, like, lose it. Because <laughs> I'm, like, we stand up, and I turn around and look at him, and he, like, I think he caught Brandon's eye, and he's, like, oh, yeah, I messed up. <laughs> he, but he, like, he didn't even care. I was yeah. just, like, oh, anyways. So, so, see, like, my Brandon was, like, I need to step in before she kicks somebody's ass in the gym. <laughs> that persona is going to take over and get us kicked out. <laughs> yeah. I've never been bothered
1: at the gym, so thankfully. But That's I good. I also there's a lot lower chance p- considering the number of times I go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> because I do, I like when I do work out, I like to do it at home. I think the gym is motivating because there's nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. But when I get into a routine, I'm pretty good about working out here. Currently yeah. not, but I'm. I'm gonna. By the time this airs, I'm gonna be working out actively.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Back to body image. Like for me, I've definitely same as you. Like feel super confident, and then like some, like a an image or being around somebody in particular or something will happen that will like make me feel like oh, I'm definitely not feeling as confident as I Mm -hmm. was when I left the house. I would say that's like probably been the biggest struggle um, with it as far as anything goes lately. I would say in the last few years, that would probably be the biggest thing. Definitely struggled with it when I was younger. Like I was just a little bit heavier, did a diet with my parents when I was 15 years old. Um, And so And then, like, in college, just kind of stopped eating as much. I definitely didn't have, like, didn't go as far as, like, anorexia or anything. But, like, just could, like, definitely wasn't eating enough calories. And that's, like, how I, you know, kind of unhealthily lost weight in college. And I don't even know that it was, like, I don't even know what triggered me wanting to do that. Except, like, I guess, like, it started when I was, like, 14, 15 years old. And like, it was suggested that I, you know, do this with them or whatever. And which, you know, everybody learns and we all, you know, I don't blame my parents for that at all. They were just doing the best they could to try to keep me healthy. But that was definitely something to where now I, that is not something that I deal with or struggle with at all as far as like I'm not a dieting type of person. I am not counting calories. I'm not like, it is just not something that I ever want to do ever again. I'd rather just like eat healthy and work out and, you know, do what I have to do there to make myself. My, my biggest thing is like, I want to feel strong versus like thin. Yeah. So if I'm feeling like I'm stronger, but maybe like, There's a little extra love there that it's fine. And I know what I need to do if I want to like go down in a jean size or whatever. But I think, yeah, now as an adult, it's just been more so like random little triggers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know that I've ever really
1: been big on dieting ever, but I will go through phases of like, okay, I need to eat healthier. I need to stop eating. Yeah. This or whatever, Um, and I did. Usually, it's because I feel like crap. Yeah. Well, I went through um, this program. I've mentioned it on the podcast before last year, and um, it was basically counting calories or it was counting macros. And I was not a at first. I was not a huge fan of it until I started realizing why I was feeling the way I was feeling, and it was because I wasn't getting enough protein. Like it made me real, Yes. it wasn't the best thing for everyone, but in that situation, like I was able to eat more fatty foods than I realized I was mm-hmm. allowing myself yeah. to before and it was ensuring that I got the protein I needed. So I think to an extent it helped me understand how I should actually be eating versus how I was because I was like, oh, I'm eating vegetables and, um, and I'm eating like very few carbs and blah, 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 whatever. But I wasn't getting all the nutrients my body needed. And I found myself eating more on this like program. I wouldn't Uh call it a diet because I was eating a whole lot more. Right. But I was eating the right foods. And I saw a huge difference in how I was feeling Mm -hmm. every single day. And I loved that aspect of it. So if you're like – okay, I don't want to diet, but I want to learn what's good for my body. I think learning about macros and understanding it is really, mm-hmm. it, it can be beneficial to understanding what your body needs and how I you're totally agree. hindering it because I 100% was not getting what I needed.
0: Oh, same. I, and I did that um, too. I wonder if it was around the same time as you now, but tried <laughs> like the macro thing because like the calories was like not working for me. Yeah. And it was, and when I learned about the macros, it was like, oh, I'm not getting enough protein. Yeah. Like, yeah. And th- so that was like a huge eye opener for me. And it still helps me to this day because mm-hmm. I know if I'm feeling a certain way, my body requires like a certain amount of protein. And mm-hmm. when I get that, I have more energy, I feel better, all these different things. And everybody is diff- everybody is different, so you have to figure out like what is that balance for you? Like what makes you feel the best? And so I think I don't think it's necessarily I don't think anything where you have to like count things every single day yeah. all the time. <laughs> Everything that goes into your mouth is healthy, but I do think it can be something Beneficial just to learn like, okay, what makes me feel the best? Like what type of food? Like do I, am am I somebody that needs more vegetables than protein or more, you know, complex carbs, or do I need a lot of protein and I feel better? Um, and figuring out what that balance is for you, I think is super beneficial.
1: Yeah. And I don't, I don't count anymore. Like I stopped yeah. doing it when the program ended. Um, and I, the program restarts every so often and I've done it twice, but I, it helps you to understand like, okay, I had this for lunch. There was not mm-hmm. a lot of protein in it. What should I have for dinner to make up oh, for yeah. that? Or mm-hmm. at the end of the day, do I have like, it, what, did I miss something in my nutrition throughout the day? what should I be eating now? Do I need a thing of string cheese or,
0: (laughs) or like, why am I feeling kind of lethargic? Or why do I just feel a little off? And then being able to look back at like what you had and then like, Oh, okay. I need more. I haven't had any vegetables today (laughs) or whatever it may be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, okay. What about comparing finances? Is that something that you ever struggled with? Like comparing, I don't know, like yourself to what other people have or
1: yeah I was not I've never been bad with finances I like I wouldn't say I was bad with it ever but in seeing especially as a business owner seeing the numbers that other people talk about mm. online I have 100 yeah. percent allowed that to like eat into me and make me feel like okay I'm not doing enough I'm not making enough I'm not blah blah yeah, blah yeah. and there was a time I guess it was two years ago where this woman was always talking about, um, how much money she made online. And then she turned around and asked for money. And I was like, what do you need money for? You're bragging about making $300,000 a year. What do you need money for? And that's when it hit me. Like some people online are not telling the truth. And I shouldn't Mm -hmm. be comparing myself to that. But not only that, I think there's so much that comes into play when it comes to finances. Like you may be bringing in this amount, but what are you putting out? Whether that's personal finances or business finances. And I've had to kind of eliminate that from my mind and just focus on what do I need? What does my family need? Are we happy where we are? Could we be happy with less? Am I okay working less, making less? Or do we want to be making more so we can invest or do th- more things? And that has taken a lot of a lot of time, especially um, because I love the topic of finances and I love personal money management so much. It mm-hmm. still, though, has taken a lot of time for me to say, okay, I'm happy making this amount of money. And if I want in the next five years to make more, I can. I just have to work towards it. But like, I'm happy right here. Um, And I also have to weigh the, the advantages and disadvantages of making more money. Do I have to work more? Do I have to give up a lot of things in my own personal life in order to hit that? And I, I mean, I even went through it in December, January of this year where I was like, okay, I have committed to X number of clients. I am overworking myself because I committed to too many new clients and I put a freeze on bringing on new clients because if I had not started a conversation already, we, I was not taking on clients. And I brought on a new client and I said, listen, I cannot start working with you for five weeks. She waited 5 weeks later we started working together but the money would not have made sense for me to put myself out an extra 4 or 5 hours a week and run myself
0: into the ground. Right. So. That's No, I love that. I think um, you know, you bring up so many good points of, you know, conversations that I feel like I've had over the years of like, you know, when is enough enough? and just that concept of you know like am i happy am i living a life that i love or am i working too much to where i can't even enjoy you know certain things then it's something i have you know you know considered myself it's something you've even challenged me on like coming back from maternity leave um and wanting to like retain potentially a coach that i've hired on after maternity leave So that way i don't have to do certain tasks and work as hard on certain things and can focus on other things in my business and just also taking you know giving myself more grace this year during a huge life change and something you said is like okay well you know how much would that cost and then would you be okay with making a little bit less to give yourself more flexibility there Mm -hmm. and i hadn't even thought of that all I had thought in my head was like I need to make more money so that way I can pay for her to do this, right? And when you framed it to me in that way, I was like, "Well, yeah, I I would be willing to like make a little bit less for a little while in order to, you know, protect my mental health and my energy so that way cuz in the long run that's going to be even better for my business and better for me." And so, sometimes I think we just don't think in that way, right? And that's why we need friends to like grab drinks with it. to like, you know, help us think of things in different perspectives. Um, and I've even told Brandon before when he's like struggled with work, I'm like, you can quit. Like you can go, I'm like, you can go get a job where you make half you more, you make, you know, a a substantial amount less than what you're making. If you're going to be happy, Mm -hmm. like for me, that's what matters. I'm like, I don't care if we have to, we, us and budgeting is terrible. We, we, we attempt, we attempt. It's very rough. Um, especially with having a kid. It's like, that's a whole new ball game of like, we don't even know anything right now, but you know, like we can do things to make it like, we'll be fine. Right. If you make less money, what matters to me more is that you're happy and you're not coming home from work stressed out. You're not able to enjoy your weekends because you keep thinking about work stress and all these different things. like, that is not a life that I want to live.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, that makes sense. And I think too, um, I know we'll get into finances more in future episodes, but one thing that we, um, when it comes to this particular topic, I was making a decent amount of money at a job and I was coming home crying all the time. I was like, I was upset. I was treated not great. And at one point, Stephen was like, you need to quit. Tomorrow is your day to quit. You quit. We'll figure things out because this is not worth that. This, Mm-mm. There's no way you should be doing this. And I quit and it worked out. Good. Good. Yeah. So speaking of money and relationships in general, what yeah. about family and relationships? Because... I know that it's so easy to compare especially speaking of social media it's easy to compare the relationships in your life your relationships with your friends your family everything so is this something that you have struggled with in the past or even now
0: I mean yes but I feel like I am a little judgy and I'm totally calling myself out but like my relationship with my husband has evolved so much and I have to remind myself that we've worked really hard to get where we are with things. And so when I see certain things on social media or like people in a relationship complaining about the other person and like, I don't know why that is a thing right now. Do you, (laughs) I feel like I see that all the time and it's like, I don't know, complaining about him not doing this or her not doing this or, I don't know. I just don't, it bothers me so much. Like yeah. that's the judgy <laughs> part of me. I feel like I'm being really judgy. Like maybe in like certain things I don't have to deal with, but then also I'm like, why are we putting this out on the internet? I don't know. Um, so maybe a little bit there, but I think more so on like, I'm just being kind of judgy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it online. Like that's funny no, that you say that. I don't that. know why it's in my feed. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, it's I, I really obnoxious. don't. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I never have see on it the online. Wrong
0: like algorithm for some reason. Which I know I'm in like a very, you know, with having a kid like a very like I'm getting thrown that type of stuff constantly. So maybe that's why. Yeah. I need to like start searching for things that are like totally random so that it stops feeding <laughs> me this stuff. <laughs> But other than that, like, I don't know. It's not something that I do too much not really with family. I think motherhood is something that is a terrible trigger for people on social media. And it's something like I had to like shut that shit down while I was pregnant. Like, and I told a friend, I don't know if I told you yet either, but like, they like whenever you get pregnant if you decide to have kid like just you have to ignore everything that's on social media because yeah. everyone just like with everything else everyone has 5 million different opinions and their opinion and their way is the right way yeah and that's just dumb like that just like there is no right one way of doing all of the different things for for yourself for your family for whatever And so, and I feel like I've, I've always heard people say this, like, oh, that like motherhood on social media and that moms on social media can be like really, really judgy and like very like opinionated. And I've always just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. No, like they were, they were very correct. Like it is a whole other world. And it's also really sad because I feel like that goes against everything that you and I like stand for and believe in of like women supporting women and building each other up and being there for each other and being a good friend and all these different things. And like us wanting to like, you know, do whatever we can to like further that for everyone else. And so when you see things like this on social media, it's just like, this is a hundred percent the opposite of anything I want to be involved with.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm well. I have not seen it because obviously I don't have kids, but I can only imagine like I definitely know I see it in day to day life where like I'll see someone share an opinion that is different than the mom who's doing the thing. So (laughs) and I'm like Yeah. Okay, but it's their kid. Let them And everyone's
0: entitled to their own opinions, but it crosses a line where you're like being super judgy about that person being like, oh, well, I can't believe they're doing this. It's yeah. like, you don't, you have no idea what their situation is.
1: Yeah. I always remind myself of that. Like when I, when we're out at restaurants and we hear a kid screaming and the mom's just letting them yeah. scream. And I look Stephen Steven and I, the first thing we do is we look at each other and go, you want a kid? <laughs> like every time, <laughs> anytime we're around screaming kids, that's what we do. And like, I have to always remind myself of like, I'm not that mom. I don't know what that right. mom has been dealing with all day. I don't know yeah. why they're, they're not stopping their kid from screaming. Maybe they are, and I just don't see it. And the right. kid's just still screaming. So I always have to remind myself of that. Or like when I see a parent and how they're disciplining a kid, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I will never do it that way. And then I have to like correct that thought and say, yeah. don't say never because you don't have a kid and you don't know what it's right. like to parent. <laughs> right. I, I, I mean, I'm the judgy person. In my head, oh, I'm not doing it I have online.
0: Been, I have been too. The screaming kids. Oh gosh, I I am because I also in our family that was not allowed. Like oh yeah, it just it was it was shut down immediately. <laughs> um, I just our family was never like that, and like. The couple of times I remember it happening with my poor brother. It was always Caleb for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Sorry, Caleb. He's never gonna listen to this, but I feel like it got shut down like and the rest of us were like, Oh, we do not want to do that. So <laughs>
1: my mom would do this thing where she like if I threw a tantrum, started crying and screaming, I like I remember it. She would grab my hand, we and she'd go, Let's go to the bathroom and she'd put me in front of the mirror and say, Watch yourself just watch yourself cry. Is that oh. cute? Is that cute? And like, I'd have to watch myself cry and you stop because it's embarrassing. And like, oh that gosh. was always the thing of like, you watch yourself and see if you're crying. And my I'm like,
0: could do this <laughs> finger snap. Like, I, I still cannot snap my fingers like my mom can. And I could hear it in my, like my soul still. Like, if she snapped her fingers, you better get your shit together. <laughs> um, funny <laughs> oh,
1: man. oh my gosh yeah when it comes to kids I'm I definitely like think it all the time but then I have to like center myself and say you are right. not a parent Haley
0: stop doing that because everything's gonna and change and even if you are second... a parent you're not a parent and yes yeah. you're not that parent and you're not that child's parent yeah. right <laughs> because like I think like that's like one of the issues that I'm seeing is like. Moms judging other moms. Mm. And it's like, n- no, like, just, I saw something on social media where she was, like, the girl that I follow, and somebody, like, went off on her in, the, in her DMs because she was letting her three-year-old daughter, like, have screen time. And <laughs> she, like, attempted to shut down the conversation, and the lady just would not let up. And she was like, kindly, mind your own motherhood. And I was like, mm, that was that was good. Yeah. And I feel like that's... Especially on social media. Again, I'm sure it happens in uh, person, which I am. uh, That'll that'll be a whole other ball game. Come come back (laughs) to me in a few years if that happens to me. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, what
0: about you? Like, how do you feel? Like, is is comparing yourself with family or relationships something that's an issue or has happened in the past?
1: Um. Yeah, I back in episode three, we, like, we talked a lot about friendships, and I think that has been something I 100% have compared myself to, of, like, seeing other friendships online, seeing, even in my own internal friend groups, where I see, like, two friends being better friends than me, and I'm like... <laughs> That could, I wish that could be me, you know, that kind of thing. But then I have yeah. to, like, remind myself of, like, I do have a friendship with them that that other person doesn't have. Or the friendships I see online, I'm like, I'm not the go to the Valentine's day event person. And, like, that's just not how my friends in- interact. If one day we do, awesome. But, like, the fact that Valentine's Day came and went – and my most exciting thing was launching this podcast. Like, that yeah. was exciting to me. I didn't have to go yeah. to an event. But I, but seeing all the ones online, I'm like, oh, that would have been fun, you know? And then mm-hmm. I'm just like, but
0: you are where you are in your own friendships. You got to launch a podcast instead. <laughs> yeah. And maybe yes. somebody was looking at us and been, like, super jealous of, like, oh, my God, Brian and Haley, like, got to launch a podcast on Galentine's yeah. Day. What?
1: I yeah, yeah that's a I, good point too, because I, I think we try to put ourselves in other friendship shoes and like yes. um you want to be the friendship they have, but the friendship like you have with someone else someone else yeah. could want. And I think we oh, often sure. Yeah, we just like let it eat into our minds and I mean I definitely overthink things all the time with when it comes to friendships and I'm trying to be better about it and like just being content and where I am. And back to what I said in episode three about like prioritizing friendships. You know, I, you have to really, you have to put in the effort in your own friendships and stop worrying about the other ones. Right. And what you're seeing online. Cause online makes like, all these fun girl events with like 25 friends all hanging out. And I'm like, I don't even have 25
0: friends. (laughs) Oh my God. But there's no way those 25 friends are that close. It's no no, no way. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But then when it comes to like relationships, um, like with my marriage, I don't, I don't think I compare. Um, and I don't for a couple of reasons. I feel like The the comparisons you can have and find yourself looking at are solely based on social media, like what people are putting online. And I try not to be the person that's like, oh my gosh, I love him so much. It's the best thing ever, blah, blah. blah. I try not to be that. Like, I'm going to be appreciative of my husband in my day to day life and not throw it on social media too much. Like, obviously, I'm going to post about him, but I don't want anyone to compare their relationship to mine, but also I don't, that's because I don't want to compare mine to yours. Like the relationship I have with Steven is so different than a relationship someone else could have with their spouse. Like I know I've had conversations where people are like, oh, you have to check with your husband to do something, which is fine. Like I get the not being in a controlling relationship, but usually I'm checking with my husband One, for finances, if I'm, like, making a big move on something. Or two, for if it's a group thing, does he actually want to do it? And if he doesn't want to do it... Do I actually want to do it? (laughs) Can I use him as the way to get out of
0: this thing? 100%. 100%. Let me see if we have anything
1: going on. I'll get back to you. (laughs) So I feel like there's, like, this hidden agenda in, like, every little thing you comment on, your relationships... But I I do think that a lot of us compare online to fake, and I'm using air quotes, fake relationships of like people overcompensating yeah. online. And you're not, yes. you, you don't know a relationship. The only two people that know a relationship are the two that are in it. And right. I, I think we forget that sometimes when we're falling into that comparison trap. So if that is you and you're doing that today and you're like, I wish I had this friendship or I wish I had this relationship or you're not in it. You don't know what's behind the scenes and you can only hope for the best in every relationship, but there is no perfect relationship. And I think we forget that, you know? No,
0: no relationship is perfect. There's no way everything is always a hundred percent all the time. Yeah. There's, little things that happen constantly. There's random little fights and random little struggles that everybody has that y- you don't see and that we don't, why, cause why would you share again? Like, why would you share that on social media? Social media is a highlight reel. And so, yeah, it's, I agree. I think it's just, you know, if, if that is you and comparing yourself in, in a relationship like that is we, I think with all of this is like, we have to step back and just look at like, okay, what do I have? And what am I happy to have? And what am I grateful? And what am I loving right now? And if I'm not loving and not happy in a certain area, then yeah, evaluate. And yeah, like, look at like why, but make sure it's not because you're comparing yourself to somebody else. Yeah. Right. I think that's like kind of the distinction between like, comparison and like improvement is like if you're truly not happy with something look first at like why am I not happy about this am I not happy because like society is telling me I shouldn't be happy if my relationship if my body if whatever my finances are not at this point or is it because I truly feel something in me that wants to like make an improvement in something that's a healthy move to make, right? Is, is that's a healthy improvement rather than choosing to change something because other people are doing it on social media. Society is telling you, you need to be doing something.
1: Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because I, I do think a lot of us, um, think we're unhappy about certain things because we're comparing it or we're looking to society to tell us what we want and what we need. And if we just like focus on, our own lives and the things that are happening in it and what's best for us. You're absolutely right. We we have the opportunity to take control and change the situations that we're yeah. in or that we're making not as fun for ourselves. Like I think that that's the biggest lesson here is like whatever it is that mm-hmm. you're not happy in, you can change it. It will take time depending sure. on what it is, yeah. but you have the – the ability to either pivot or adjust or reframe your mindset around it, too. Like, it does not mean that it has to change. It just means maybe... Yeah, that's true. Maybe you're perfectly happy, but you think you're not because whatever reason out there is telling you you're not.
0: Yeah. Maybe you need to shut down some people you're following on social media. You know, unfollow people. Um You know, we've, we've both had to do that and go through Mm -hmm. different seasons of having to, you know, like mute things or just completely unfollow. And I love that idea of just like reframing some things as well. I think that's really a healthy thing to do.
1: Yeah. I I definitely have gone through seasons where when it came to body image, I had to unfollow people um, and start following new people. I mentioned Bree. What's her name? I can't remember her name. I'll, we'll link in the show notes, but it's a it's an Instagram and TikTok account um, where she does the like solo dates that I mentioned. Oh, she yeah. also does body image updates, so it's like oh cool. Her posed all cute and like perfect little body, and then she shows the reality of like okay, but yeah. you didn't see this. You didn't see right. me slouching and slunched over and all the things. And I'm like, this is refreshing. Like. You can look like this Instagram model, but then you turn around and you look like me. <laughs>
0: right? Oh, you are a normal human being. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: And <laughs> I, I love her account for that reason because I'm like, this is what I need to see. More people. In- and yeah. if I was brave enough, I'd put it out there too, but that's not what my account's about. So <laughs> I'll I'll let her take that, that uh, topic of conversation. <laughs> yes.
0: Love it. Well... Um, thanks for grabbing drinks with me and thanks friends for grabbing drinks with us and listening today. We will a hundred percent continue this conversation over in our Facebook community. The bossy community we will leave a link to that below. If you haven't joined us yet, make sure you do. And yeah. Anything else, Haley? I think that's a good way to wrap it up.
1: Yeah. I think that's great. I know we went off in a million different directions today, but We will continue what to happens do when that. You grab
0: drinks with the gals.
1: <laughs> awesome. Bye, All right, you guys.
0: We'll see you later. Bye.
1: Thanks for grabbing drinks with us today. Let's Grab Drinks is brought to you by Bossy Life Co. You can find show notes
0: at letsgrabdrinkspod.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Cheers, Cheers friends. friends.